Hey, bitches. Hello and welcome to the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is season seven, episode 14, number 284, my three favorite numbers in a row. Hmm. Oh, Oh, wow. So this is going to be a very good show. It's going to be a lucky show. It's going to be a lucky show. I just feel it. I just feel it. Something good is going to happen. Me too. Speaking of lucky shows, we have a special guest joining us. Um, hello to the chat out there. Well, let me bring in our special surprise. <laughs> it's Colgate! Hey, hey. Hello. It's me. You got to do your hello, your world famous podcasting hello. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm out of practice for it. I haven't, I haven't done a good hello in a while. Say it again. <laughs> Try it again. Once more. Oh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I referred to uh, Jessica was upset that I, when I was calling out MU former MU listeners of our peeps um, that I didn't say her name. She's like, "I know you just forgot about me," and I was like, "Jennifer, I could never forget about you." <laughs> <laughs> and she left. Um, so, for context, for anybody out there, we're Shani and Amanda. Um, Back during the very end end days, ending times of uh, Media Junkyard, you guys did this thing where you could like pay to be a guest or something, right? That's right. Sorry, I just had a work call that was coming through. I was making sure that wasn't interrupting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we were trying to find ways to like sponsor the show as much as possible. So we tried things like the swear jar. Um, <laughs> the swear jar. I forgot about the, the, swear, the, the jar. swear jar where people could like give us a, a certain amount of money and each each dollar would allow us to swear a certain amount of times that episode. Um, and then we and then we basically were like, yeah, if you want to be a guest, you can just pay to be a guest. And then we'll and like with all the like we were just donating the money. You know, it's not like we were, um, you know, pocketing it or anything like that. And so, yeah, so we we just had people who were like, yeah, I'll sponsor the show for a week. I'll, I'll show up. Um, <laughs> And there was a couple of times where like we were we were very overbearing um, and people didn't know when to jump in. And so they just sat very quietly on the line <laughs> and didn't say anything. Oh, no. <laughs> was that and Jamie like, Hill did that, too, didn't he? Yeah. So, like, so poor Jamie pretty... Hill sat there for like three hours and like barely said a word. <laughs> Oh, and, and, the, Jamie. <laughs> and this was pre-streaming, you know, like this is yeah. still when everything was strictly oh, this was audio. Like, yeah, audio. Uh, uh, what was what the fuck was it? Skype. Oh no, it might have. No, it was. Um, it was. It was a shit. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. gonna drive me uh, nuts. But so we're we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, someone chimes in, and we're like, "Holy shit! <laughs> who, who is that other person here?" <laughs> no, that wait. was Jamie. That was yeah. Jamie. Yeah, we and completely then, forgot Jamie was on the line. At one point, <laughs> it was I think Jessica. Jessica was there, and uh-huh. Rob called her Jennifer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, repeatedly, you know, repeatedly so called funny. her Jennifer. <laughs> 
and awful. I'm sorry, Jess. So anyway, um, memory lane. There we go. Uh, Ro is joining us. We're live for the Hangout Level patrons tonight. Uh, she says, hello. Great guest. <laughs> hey, Ro. Um, just, just for context, if people don't know who I am, I'm Chris Kolk. I am a former host of Media Junkyard. Now I'm just like a GBF. You know, which normally would stand for like gay best friend, but in this context, it's I'm a gay broadcast friend. That's true. Uh, for the mm-hmm. evening, mm-hmm. you're well, our um, honorary broad, aka gay broadcast friend. I yep. appreciate that. <laughs> I, love I, I love it. I didn't give people context uh, last time, and I got in trouble for calling a lot of people girl. And uh, and then I was like, oh wait, no, I get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. It says it on my gay card right here. <laughs> I have proof. So do you have to yeah. renew that like every so often or? No, I'm just kidding. A, a little bit and you need to like show proof of being gay, you know. <laughs> well, Not as strenuous as uh, renewing your passport, but a little more than your driver's license. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice yeah. balance in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. None of none of which is as stressful as getting a driver's license and license plates in the state of North Carolina. Oh my god, because you oh. have to, you have to you should like notarize like are you fucking. And you have to do it like twenty four hours apart, right? Is that is that still a thing? Well, I hope not, because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope it. I hope it can be more than twenty four hours. Apart. <laughs> But yeah, I did the first. I did one, and now I'm waiting to do the other. I also uh, registered. I had registered to vote when I got my driver's license. Oh, good. But today, then I was like, "Well, how do I get an absentee ballot?" So I hope I figured that out today. But it's only for the one time. Oh yeah, no. So what? Because we have early <laughs> voting, and we have like a month of early voting. So really, you should just do early voting instead of absentee. See, back in California. It's different here, though. Oh, here we go. I know, right? Here we go. Back Sorry. in my day. Sorry. Well, I, back in the all, liberal bastion I'm of here. California. I mean, I'm uh, here in California. I voted already. When oh. I, when I moved to California, I had to, took an appointment, went to the DMV, changed my license, got my new driver's license plates, all at the same place, all at the same time, in very short period of time. It was not very complicated. Didn't have to get anything fucking notarized. Um, didn't have to like have shit signed by both me and Frank. That's the other wrinkle. Um, Wait, oh, because you need to have diff- you have need to have a witness. So, so because, I, I, so they yeah, took because, the notary because we both we both own the car, so we both have to sign. Oh yeah, oh. it's just fucking crazy. And then I, I think like at the same time, you know, I like registered to vote. And then asked to receive, you know, vote by mail. And I did that one time. And then for 10 years, my ballots just came in the mail. Yeah. But every single fucking time. Well, honestly, and like. So I thought that's what I had signed up for today, but apparently not. No. So honestly, (laughs) really early voting is super easy here because you don't have to go to your polling location. You can go anywhere in the state for early voting. But then. That's cool. But see, I thought. It's very I, helpful because if I one don't really is like understand a, what, because if you get if you receive your your absentee ballot a couple weeks in advance, and I really don't understand what the difference is between absentee voting and early voting. Just the absentee is even more convenient because it comes to you. I don't know. I mean, I I think they count absentee last, and early yeah. voting is counted first. At like least that's as how it a used part to be. of the day of. Yeah, 
I'm pretty sure because I mean, technically all, as long as it's all counted, like it, it is, but then I don't care. Right. Like it I is, just like, but I just I, like the ability to like take the time and yes. read through the pamphlet and like yes. understand. Do we get a pamphlet? Position. Yes. Like, I'm October. Where's my pamphlet? So usually it'll be on. in your local newspaper, but I got a pamphlet in mailed the to me. Newspaper. I got a, so I, I got a I got a pamphlet mailed to me and Jay did too. Um, oh gosh, it must have been maybe maybe two weeks ago, um, and it was all the judicial candidates, um, like and all the different like judges ballots from Supreme Court down to like district court. Um, and then we have a news a local newspaper that is like free everywhere. Uh, it's called the Indie Weekly, and it's your like you know liberal indie newspaper mm-hmm. and every every election season they do a giant issue where they spotlight all the candidates and then they pick, they make their pick of who they endorse and it's always you know like the most liberal candidates generally unless there's like somebody's like super problematic and then they'll point it out and be like although this person you know has a great record blah 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 you know they're about to be caught sexting their mistress, so. <laughs> Pick your poison. Okay, oh, two, yeah. two things here, though. Like, one, the Indie Weekly, great name for a newspaper. If you're in Indiana. No, it's uh, independent. It's independent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but it's a little like, where are you in the world? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like a local newspaper should have some clever pun on the place it's from. Well, I, I you know, it needs honestly, like the Bob's Burgers treatment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. And like the the second piece there is just like I love that they're like, no, no, we're gonna break this soon. Like they planted the story. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, no, no, no. I'll we have, have you the know. Might be something. I'll have you know that their tagline is "It belongs in a museum." Thank you very much. Okay, Did not you a add the sing- thank you very much. I, I or feel the like thank you tag- very much part of the tag because I really wanted to. <laughs> okay, not a single person got that. You guys are the worst. It belongs in your museum. Has nobody seen Indiana Jones ever? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Not he says that time. in all the movies. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just I again the worst. Again, I thought I, I, I thought their tagline was going to be "It's the news." i don't want to have to go out and get some newspaper like i'm used i'm just for the last 10 years it's just it's all come to me the the ballot just you know it's just different you live but you live in a more like progressive state we still have a like we literally just got rid of our super majority in 2016 no, but it's yeah. It, it makes everything so much more convenient. It's like true what they say. Yeah, it makes it easier to vote because it just arrives. And then like we also get um, just like these pamphlets of like totally nonpartisan just information about every candidate and like their statements and like just like an explanation of shit. You you do get those completely and neutral. In you the do mail. get those. I wonder if I don't know actually why you haven't comes to you because I. I get those. I I have gotten them on all the candidates before as well. Um, but like, you know, it, not all in one thing. Like, you want all in one thing, you got to go to the newspaper. Yeah, and then you read, and then you take your time, you read over it, and then you mark your ballot. And then if you're like me, yeah. you still you still go to like the polling place on voting day because even though it's so fucking easy, you still like forget to mail it in time. But hey, I could have, mm. you know. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. They, they, just like they even send you the sticker in the mail now. Yes. Oh, they, they I voted by mail. 
Yeah, so you can be like, no, 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 look, I still voted. I just voted mm-hmm. by name. Mm-hmm. Shandy, I can, if you, ha- if, if I, when you're here on Thursday, I can notarize your ballot for you. I am a notary. Oh my fucking God. I can do so it. Wait, you guys are hanging out like on next Thursday? No, she's, I'm driving her to the airport. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Flat Amanda's not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> No, no we'll be in the car for all because... of seven minutes together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for our license plates, because I like I was thinking like I'd have to go to the bank and I haven't changed my bank over, you know, like whatever we bank with Wells Fargo. So it's like, oh, yeah, so like you, yeah. to have like, you know, to tell them like, hey, this should be my home branch now. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. Um, and but because then I was thinking, oh, like a lot of times you can get shit notarized at the bank. Uh, and so we just again for our fucking license plates. <laughs> fuck? Sorry. Well, again, my, my it, home bank is still in New York, and I've lived in California for twelve yeah. years. <laughs> huh. I I uh, used to be at the Suffolk County National Bank. I am no longer there. We are at the local credit union, which actually is nice. a statewide credit union. It's a good bank, Shandy. If you ever nice. wanted to, and they do notarize. <laughs> <laughs> I've been but on, if you do I've want to do your absentee kick. ballot, I can notarize it on Thursday. Just let me know. No, I don't have to have my... Wait, are you saying that I have to get my absentee ballot notarized? You either need two witnesses to sign it or it needs to be notarized. You're fucking kidding it's me. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, sorry, Kolki, I cut you off. I apologize. No, no, no. I, did, I, I would not have signed up for this if I knew it was so good. So just do like, early voting! <laughs> It's so much easier. I didn't. I literally didn't know that they were different. Like, but I, now you can. It starts on October twentieth. I just signed up today, and so I'm gonna get. But you can still do the early voting. You just don't don't turn in that ballot, so oh you're not god. committing fraud. Oh god. Oh, so you I got just... COVID, and like your trip was canceled, so you 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 had to you got to do early vote instead. I don't know with your COVID. I don't know. Just. It doesn't matter. As long as you don't vote twice, they're not going to come after you. Sorry. Well, Again, Kogi for real. It's just trying just... to talk. Mm. No, I, no. My the way my like idiot cartoon brain works is like just the idea of you as a notary like makes me think like I'm I'm in this shameless kick right now, and uh... I just think like you're doing these like weird backroom deals where people are like, can you notarize this for me? But like post dated a year ago, and you're like. Five hundred dollars. Yeah, sure. <laughs> college is expensive. College is expensive. She got Our two little babies that gotta down. get through college. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Biden. My five twenty nine is down. All right, I can only pay for half a semester. But beforehand, I could play for, pay for one semester for one. Here's kid. hoping one of them's real good at a sport. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. First of all, two things. One. We're going to definitely call this episode uh, 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 GBF. I had to think of the acronyms. Second of all, I have a funny Alex story. So he got home from New York today, and we were, like, laying in his bed, and he was telling me, like, you know, um, you know, I missed you, and I did this, and I did that. And at one point, I went, OMG. And he was like, OMG? What does OMG mean? And I said, I said, oh, my God, O, because it starts with an O, M, because my starts with an M, and God starts with a G. And he goes, oh, I thought it meant, oh, my gay. (laughs) 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 Is he on? Sure. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, because gay, g, g, 
guh. Like G. Well, yeah, yeah, no, same letter. Very good. And I was Why like, you know, sound it, logic. Oh my gay. I bet in Palm Springs that's what it stands for. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gay. Like oh my it, gay. I was like, it, it, we could we could do that too. That's you know. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, good times. Oh, OMG, GBF. OMG, GBF. <laughs> Let me write that down so I don't forget. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, anybody having seen anything exciting happen or we could talk about what we're here to talk about? Oh, I may have made a friend. <gasps> Shandy made a friend. Oh my Hopefully. gosh. Like, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Guys, Jay uh, has a soundboard, but I don't make an adult friend. I really need to know. <laughs> well, so there was a film festival in town last weekend and I volunteered for it because Aww, very you know, cool. my, was, yeah, the, um, you know, the thinking was like, I might meet people and also get to go to movies for free. Um, and it was super, super fun. Um, and, uh, one of the people that was like, he, he like works there. So he wasn't, I mean, I guess he was volunteering, but he also like works with the arts council. Um, mm. And so very cool job. Um, and uh, anyway, we were just like chatting and it was so funny because like we talked a lot that day that I was uh, volunteering. And then I was thinking like, what, do I like can, do I ask him for his number? Like, is that weird? Did we talk enough? Like it. Eh. Um, and then he was like, oh, like, are you on social media? Can I add you? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but he, so he's really cool. His wife sounds really cool. Um, and we were talking about how Frank works at a film festival and he was like super interested in that. And anyway, so yeah, we're, you know, we're friends on the socials now. Um, I saw him the next day. They, they took really great care of their uh, volunteers just as a as a side note so that was really fun um they had like an event the next day uh and then yeah we've like we've you know liked each other's posts on social media so i'm like okay well i need to like message and actually like see if he wants to hang out sometime but this seems <laughs> promising this does yeah promising. yeah like uh i mean i can you can have all kinds of different friends but like it just it seems like we have a lot more in common than like some of the other people i've met if you know what i mean like yeah you know he works in the arts he's like way into theater um he studied french uh he said he doesn't really speak it anymore but he like you know he studied french like it's just like yeah i, th I think yeah this i think we great. i think we can be friends yeah. it sounds we'll like we live kind of in the same like neighborhood so you this might have made a, a gbf oh my god <laughs> Uh, an an SBF or a BBF? Um, he's, I mean, he's married to a woman, so. Shandy's cat is getting very jealous right now that she's made I'm a new friend. friend <laughs> wow. Uh, so you guys might have seen Jay in here talking. It's, it's a. I didn't know if the voicemail would play, and B. He has this soundboard set soundboard set up. So look what I can do. Oh. Okay, maybe it's not working. 
Oh, the anticipation is killing me. <laughs> Guess what, guys? <laughs> I might have been just kidding. <laughs> Forget All right, everything I, tried I just something. said. I tried. It failed. I've now hit some things. Shandy, I am so excited for you. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry, Kyle. This, this feels like when you give a kid a fake cell phone. And you're like, yeah, you could make as many phone calls as you want with it. <laughs> I mean, you saw me go like, oh, just do this. And he said yes. And I just did the thing that I said I was just going to do. Oh, I didn't turn the sound up. That's what she said. No. There you go. There you go. There it is. There it is. I'm trying to show you. Gabby, her head is laying in my hand. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hi, Dosey. This broadcast. Let's see what this is. Oh, hey! The broadcast intro's on this soundboard. Hey, baby, this... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh, a vintage version, too. Ball shot! Oh, my God! Wonderful! Broadcast! Now, listen to this. Hold on. Okay. The five, the five, questions for Jack. The five, the five, the five, questions This is like, Jack. speaking of old school, this is older school than calling Jessica Oh my god, guys. I gotta get one of these in the other office. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I took us so off the rails. The Rocky ending is on here? <laughs> <laughs> How come I didn't know about any of this while I was using this office for years? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to mute myself now. Okay. No, I think that still needs to play. And then we have to be like, and in, in the end, Shandy did indeed make a friend. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anybody needed Wow, how many finger. buttons are on this thing? A lot. So there's eight buttons, but there's one, he programmed two, three, five banks. So whatever okay. five times eight is. That's a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm so okay. sorry. Broadcast Morning Zoo, brought to you by Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> you just press a button. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Um, hey, so speaking of voting um, and Florida, <laughs> um, Greg says, I did the mail ballot. I went to put it in one of the two drop boxes in the county. They have removed it. Florida loves voting. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry. Um, yep. Yeah. And then Rose says, during the next Rumblecast, there'll be 20 sound effects. Or 45, because I just did that math. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, anyway, <laughs> friends, choir concert, all the yeah. things. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica. No. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it was Bears, Beats. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Okay, whatever. I am so like wild. zero for zero on. <laughs> it's from, it's uh, Dwight and, and uh, The Office. It's when um, uh, uh, Jim impersonates Dwight. And oh, yeah. oh yes. 
Also, uh, good times, guys. Uh, most likely not editing this show at all, so all of our awkward pauses and uh, me trying to figure shit out is just going to be in here and all. It's hey, we're doing Great. it live. Doing love it. it. Love it. All our applause. I love all of this, but also I was like, ooh, these references are like 20 years old. <laughs> I know. Including the like, fuck it, we'll do it live. Well, also, <laughs> like, I don't think most people would know any, like, the next generation doesn't know these references. They'd be like, I well, was born neither in did I. Better. I mean, TikTok, neither did I until this show. Surfaces shit all the time. Very true. But we true. played the "We'll Do It Live" for Shandy, and yeah. her life was changed. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was like 40 years ago at that point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of we? shitheads, Alex Jones. Yes! yes, almost a billion dollars, and it was because he fucking defaulted on it by just not showing up to court. What a shithead! What an no. ass. That was the reason. Do you know what he was doing instead of uh, being at court? I he do. Was broadcasting he was broadcasting live. live. Yeah, doing something else incredibly wow. stupid and unnecessary to society. I'm and sure. then he asked for donations for people and said, "Don't worry, this money will never get to those families because I declared bankruptcy." You can't just declare bank. You can't just yell bankruptcy. Bankruptcy! Bankruptcy! That's not how it works. No, no. Oh. You also can't unclassify documents that way. I don't know if people right. know that. Oh, I thought you just sat on the toilet and went like this and blinked your eyes and twitched your nose and declassified it. Declassified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there Greg's Greg's in on the joke. I yep. declare bankruptcy. <laughs> I wonder if that's on here. There's so many. It might be on here. <laughs> Hold on. Remember to make sure your husbands get the second. <laughs> also, Greg corrects my math. Eight times five is forty. You know what, Greg? Thank you. For the record, I did say it. You did. For the record, I did not. I was like, I sat here like, quietly. Like, like, <laughs> not my strong strong suit doing the math in the head. I said it before Colleen, and then when she said 45, I was like, I don't think that's right, but I'm also not confident enough to correct it. <laughs> hmm. Oh, my God. Numbers. Huh. <laughs> Numbers. All right. So um, we a couple announcements, and then we will move on. Um, unless I've cut off another best friend, new best friend story. I'm sorry. No, that, that's, that's, that was my excitement. I, I'm, I think I made a friend. Very exciting. That's more than I can say about me. So there we go. Yeah. Same. Same. Well, okay. I mean, but you guys like have people you know in town. That's true. Well, less and less. I feel like, you know, <laughs> when you're still living in New York City in your late 30s, most of your friends have left. <laughs> it starts to feel a little like uh, musical chairs and like, <laughs> you're like, Wait a minute, where'd all the chairs and all the people go? <laughs> Very true. And let's be honest, most of my friends are you guys who are in a different state or town. Um, Sarah, who is also in a different town, but much closer, but has kids, so she can't do that. Um, 
Or there are people that I go underground in sewers with. So, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good bonding time. That it is very totally good bonding is. time. There's no yeah. cell phone service down there, so you Your have friends to talk. in the sewers, Michelangelo. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was trying to find the like Ninja Turtles. I was like, pizza, something with pizza. <laughs> we um actually two of them are named Michael. <laughs> nice. Nice. Which thank you, Aaron, for sending us the video of the wedding mm-hmm. ceremony. Mm-hmm. Art. Oh, yeah. So exciting. I know. Yeah. Um, okay, quick announcements, and then we are going to move on and talk about the movie Bros. Um our next week on Monday, we are t- on Monday the 17th, we're talking about Halloween movies. I think the only definitive ones that we're talking about are um, Beetlejuice and what was it? Uh, Hocus Pocus Hocus, 2. Hocus, Hocus Pocus 2. Although I actually am going to, I'm going to watch the Munsters and Netflix. Uh, I got a notification today of like a, some, some whatever. I was targeted clearly. Oh, The Watcher on Netflix, which is a story about, um, it's based on a true story. It happened in New Jersey. And uh, this couple bought a house, and they kept getting threatening letters. You remember this this whole okay? Because I knew about the story beforehand, yeah, and then when I was reading the thing today, I was like, "This." I was doing squats, and I was trying to like distract myself, and I was like, "This plot sounds so familiar. I feel like I've I I know this." Anyway, they never found out. Spoiler alert: Who was doing the things? I don't think right. I don't know. I got to watch the show. It's a it pinged a memory of of something I had known about a long time ago. Um, so I might watch that, and I really want to watch Wednesday, the oh, TV series. Yeah. series. When is Wait, that what, out? When, what's I think Wednesday? it's out now. It's the like story about, of like Wednesday, Wednesday Adams. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Wednesday Adams. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it Fred, looks super awesome. Fred Armisen plays Uncle Fester. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. And he said he didn't want it to, like, look corny or, like, cheesy, so he literally shaved his head for this film. Wow. Oh, my God. oh man. It does not come out until November. That's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. I thought that, that was a miss. That seems like bad marketing. Uh-huh. It really Although, does. The Adams Family has always been a Thanksgiving movie. Has it really? Their Thanksgiving play that they go on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is classic. Right. right. Mm. Oh, sorry. I guess it should now be an Indigenous People's Day movie. I should, I should... move it up to October. Yeah. 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 I like it. Um, sorry, I'm getting more texts from people who are wondering if my neighborhood is being shut up, and I'm responding oh, to everyone the same way. No, Jack and Cindy's is, though. Yeah. <laughs> you should go check in with them. Ooh. I, I, they're, I'm getting I'm parts of multiple group texts right now. Um, not, not multiple. Their group text, and then other people that are asking me, like, are you guys okay? And I'm like, have you been to my neighborhood? It's... <laughs> Nothing ever happens here. They're all very, very old. Um, <laughs> thankfully, when the and ambulance comes, today, because be somebody's having it. yes, <laughs> very, very, very old. <laughs> uh, Greg says Halloween ends is now on Peacock. Oh, good. I past too. Might I might watch that too? I don't know. We got to see because I guess what I haven't watched any of them yet, and I gotta watch Andor. I gotta watch She Hulk. I gotta watch. Uh, Rings of Power. Get in line. Halloween ends. <laughs> I'm not even caught up on what we do in the shadows. I'm just 
that was going to be the other thing. I was like, oh, that could be something for Halloween. Oh, shoot. We were going to all catch up on that. I'm still yeah. so and far behind. Werewolf at night. Yeah. Werewolf at night. I, I was going to say, I'm excited to see Halloween ends just because I am a Kyle Richards fan. Oh, see, I don't know anything except Jamie Lee Curtis is in that movie. Yeah. So, so Kyle Richards was the little girl originally in Halloween. Oh, no way. Uh huh. Hmm. And so they've been friends for all of these decades. And then they kind of like shoehorned her into this mu- movie, from what I understand, to be like, no, no, no. Get it? It's, it, it's the little girl. She's back. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like you were going to say musical. And I was like, man, Halloween, the musical. I'd be into that. <laughs> <gasps> that you know it, we are like one pandemic away from that happening <laughs> next one stop, 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 it'll stop, be a, it'll be a zoom musical too <laughs> right <laughs> the Ugh, call like is coming from inside the chat <laughs> <laughs> they get zoom bombed mm. instead of actually stabbed yeah. to death be careful of the delay <laughs> <laughs> This could have been an email, the scariest movie of all. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Speaking of movies. (laughs) Bros. (laughs) So uh, Jay and I saw the movie on Monday night. um, And I saw it at Colkey's recommendation. And then when I texted you guys that I loved it, Amanda's like, I've already seen it. And then Shandy saw it, and then we were like, let's talk about it. So yeah, here we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> I was very happy that I listened to Love It or Leave It, because I feel like, especially the, the John Kamala Levitt Harris. was in North Carolina. I'm sorry. He oh. was in Gastonia and Charlotte, knocking doors for um, Jeff Jackson and Sherry Beasley. Sorry. Okay. Nice. Mm. And is Gaston the mayor of Gastonia? Because is. I feel like if he's not, it's not. He is. There, there should be a problem. They they named it after him, and all the restaurants just serve five dozen eggs. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. Stinky. Solid. Yeah. Stinky. Oh, well, you know, let a little slump that we were fine. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Love it or leave it. No, but especially the. Uh, I mean, obviously Guy Brennan, but um, I love Guy uh, Brennan. When um when he quit his job, and the the other woman was like, "Oh, I just quit today too." I. I do this Kamala Harris impression that's really taken off. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel like I've been on the inside job. None of the literal four other people in this theater. <laughs> we were the only two in the theater. So I watched that shit like we were watching Shakespeare in Love. I mean, <laughs> Jay was like at one point like, do you have to talk through the whole thing? And I was like, we're the only ones here. <laughs> so there were two when I walked into the theater um there were only two people there and it was like these two friends seemingly um like women maybe a little bit younger than me watching the previews with their phone in front of them and the screen and I was just like wow I, I like I'm gonna have just like a little boomer moment in my head where I just feel really sorry for them <laughs> damn That's, I'm I am sorry for but anyway um they were also really really they were I think they were hoping that they would have been the two only ones. And if they had been the two only ones, that's only ones, then that's fine. Talk away. But um, no, I did a I lot of like, oh, like, no. Mm. Oh, they're going to get to a fight now. <laughs> oh, but I like him. Don't do that. No, well, they, no. Yeah, they, they, they were like, very different experiences. <laughs> going to see it like New York City is back. 
guys. We literally, like, I got the tickets, like, two two days before, and we were, like, third wow. row on the aisle, and it was the only two seats that I could get. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a full, and it was a big theater, too. And Holy like, it wasn't shit. one of those little Alamo theaters. It was a the big uh-huh. Alamo Oh, theater. you did and Alamo. Like, you went for the experience. You know, we're old. If I'm going to freaking schlep my ass to a movie, I want a cocktail. I want fancy popcorn. I want real food. <laughs> I want it served to me. Like, I want the works. I had right. two 20 ounce beers and I had to pee and I missed the Deborah Messing scene. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. I remembered halfway through that I could have ordered a beer and then I was like, fuck, that sounds really good right now, but I'm not going to like leave halfway. <laughs> God oh, damn it. It no. like didn't See, occur to me. We, we have a, lo- a theater that's walking distance from our house. Um, oh, there's nice. a little button. And you just press it, and it will deliver cocktails to your seat. Whoa. Yeah, Alamo has that now, too. There's a little button. Whoa. Fuck yeah. See, yeah. and Shandy, you can also do that with your absentee ballot in California. <laughs> 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 but not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you press a button, and Gavin Newsom shows up at your door. Personally. And you're like, here, here is your ballot. He also has a beer. And right, a ballot. Right, right. And a joint. Right, right. And a joint. <laughs> He's like, remember you know, who made this legal? Prince Laundry. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a joke for just the Californians. <laughs> Someday. Um, yeah, I had a similar experience. We went the Thursday before, like, official opening. There were a gaggle of lesbians and Kevin and I and, like, a straight couple. But, like, definitely not a packed theater at all. So I'm really happy to hear that you, you had some... You had a good crowd, Amanda. It was, yeah, it was packed. Well, and to be fair, uh, I went on a, what was it, Tuesday night? So I went yeah. on a Monday night, which is yeah. like, you know, the worst night. Because yeah. restaurants are closed, so nobody's doing anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be fair, it was a Saturday, 7 o'clock show. Like, yeah. that's, people are going, that's when you're going to a movie. If you're going to go, that's when you're going. Yeah. True, true, true. Um. Uh, for for those of you living under a rock, the plot of Bros is basically like two men with commitment issues attempt a relationship. Uh, it does harken back to those like romantic comedies of like when Harry met Sally and, yeah. and you've got mail. Um, it does feel like uh, it feels classic. Like it's it's a rom com set in New York in the fall. Like it does have like a lot of like those really classical elements to it. So it was mm-hmm. it was just nice the you know there's there's so much controversy and chatter around like why it did or didn't do well what it it didn't do well but um a lot of people are saying it's being marketed as like the first lgbtq rom-com and people are like well what about love simon and what about this film Mm -hmm. and what about that film but a lot of it really just boils down to like this is the first one with like an all lgbtq cast Mm -hmm. like a movie by the people for the people and the the thought process was like they took chances on who the leads were going to be because they really wanted to have an all gay cast. So even people who play like the allies are actually members of like the LGBTQ community. And like nice. it just uh, it felt a little bit like a big like intentional swing and a little bit of a miss. And I think like part of it comes down to the community as much as it comes down to um Billy Eichner himself and and a lot of things, but um, I really, I'm excited to hear all of your perspectives on the movie. And we're excited to hear yours. Mine? 
<laughs> Love it. Little like, a volley and a volley right back. Don't <laughs> um, you go? Don't you go? You yeah, go. Uh, I loved it. I I have like never, <laughs> I've never felt more seen by a rom com than I have with this movie. Um, Kevin and I are two gays of a certain age that also grew up in New York. Um, just happened to live in California. Like so much of it, I was like, Ooh, I've lived this situation. I'm, <laughs> I'm up until this month. I've been on the board of a local diversity center. where like, we literally have had people being like, well, there's not enough by visibility and they don't get the money and you don't, Oh, there's all these other. And it's like, so just seeing all these things play out, like, on screen, I was like, "Oh my god, this is my life in in film form." <laughs> like, I was I was texting with Colleen after she saw it. Like, literally down to the fact that like Kevin and I both take testosterone in different forms. Like, literally, like these are all like real common like concepts that we go through and um, conversations around like open and closed relationships and like the whole grinder experience when you're single. Um, hey, what's up? I, I think it was just <laughs> sup. I still uh, I still have your location on my phone. Good. I do. <laughs> uh, I only yeah. stalk you every couple of days. Don't worry. Yeah, okay, so so <laughs> just um, check it. Just to make sure you're okay. Minor minor backstory there. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to tell the backstory if you don't want. I wasn't trying no, to open I think it to that. I think but it's okay. a fun one. Um, so uh, I came to Raleigh for. The meetup. A, yep, for a meetup weekend. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to get in early and we'll see what happens. And Colleen was like, ooh, uh, I have work and Jay has work. And uh, Zach is going to be babysat. So, like, um, you, you yeah, can you sleep on the couch eye. if you want. I was like, yeah. yeah, go do your thing at my house. Go for it. And this is also when there was a lot of, like, anti-trans legislation and the bathroom bill was mm -hmm. going on. There's a lot mm -hmm. of controversy going on. And so... I hopped on the apps and I found myself a friend <laughs> and, and he was like, Hey, come on over and bring some wine. And I was like, done, done and done. And I and was so like, I went into mom mode and I was like, you better share your location with me in case you get murdered. Uh -huh. And I was just like, Colleen, I'm going to go do what your state does not approve of me doing. Right yeah. Now. He did say like, that actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, going to go break what? some laws. What? What? And I was like, bye. <laughs> uh, he was a former professional figure skater. That's right. Uh, oh my. Who is then a physical therapist. Um, and I had a wonderful time and it was a great weekend overall. Yeah. But yeah. you never stopped geotagging, so you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually only discovered this past weekend when yeah. my sister Christy um she shared her location for something and like was, do I have you already? And I opened up the app and I was like, I don't have you, but I have Chris Kulk. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if you want to find out where he is, I can tell you right now. Okay. <laughs> um, He's at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, it was, it was just like, it was a cool, it was like a cool experience. Like Kevin and I laughed out loud so much. We had such a good time in the theater. We really wish, we wish we had like a better crowd to to laugh with, you know, but um I think Jay had the best crowd to laugh with. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um 
yeah it was just like a really cool experience and like i loved fire island too don't don't get me wrong there's like comparison between that and fire island but like oh yeah fire island coming out on streaming services like i'm not a fire island gay i am more of like a palm springs p-town gay Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so like fire island wasn't my really my scene as much um and and i think like the problem that that's going on in the community about this movie right now flames flames on the side of our face (laughs) that's just um the hand gesture i'm making um (laughs) the 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 problem is like when there's so few films that actually represent a community everyone puts so much pressure on it to be everything yeah and and this is like a weird far-fetched connection but i think of like what happened with Miss Miss Marvel? Oh and yeah, Miss yeah. Marvel came out, and so many people were like, "This isn't my identity, and this isn't how I see, like I don't see my experience in this show, and therefore it must be wrong, or therefore it must I must not support it." But but that sort of like divisiveness, like, is is kind of true to what's going on today, but is also something that. We, we shouldn't require every movie and every show to meet every need of every community every time. Yeah. And, and this was a, a chance for people to kind of show up and say like, Hey, I'm still going to put my money behind queer cinema the way that I have when, you know, it was a love Simon or it was like another type of LGBTQ love story. And, and they just kind of didn't instead they got mad at concepts of like, how come there more there isn't better representation from certain communities or how come it's not a more diverse cast or how come it's you know not marketed to gay people but it seems really marketed to straight people or like billy eichner's response was really kind of bold after the first weekend oh what was his oh yeah, 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 what was yeah his yeah. response i don't i miss that <laughs> i like his uh, twitter feed but i but yeah yeah so he he immediately responded and was like straight people didn't show up and see this movie because they're homophobic. Yeah. Um, like that, that was his sentiment. Like this, this is the reason why the movie failed. And, and so everybody was like, no, the movie failed because you're not a strong enough lead. No, the movie failed because like, there's this become like this giant discord around like why it didn't do well. It hasn't been like a box office success thus far. And, and I think like people don't always understand that like he's playing and acting in this film as much as uh, Luke is, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. who is very and, dreamy. So oh dreamy. my god, very dreamy. <laughs> um, but like people don't realize like oh he's playing a character. People just go like oh it's Billy on the street. That must be you. That must be your personality. Right. Not like oh that's a bit and that's you acting and oh this is you acting too. He wasn't even and playing himself, though. He was literally playing a char- like a different literally. character. like yeah. yeah. But people just made an assumption of like, oh, it's yeah. going to be the same shtick. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and I think that's always just the hard thing where you're the part of the creative team as well as the star. I think that's just like a universally uh, trope, which, you know, for better or for worse. Yeah. And then I know that there's also like the Guy Branham side of things. And his perspective on it from as being one of the creators. Um, and like, 
I think, Kyle, you're the one who kind of shared some of that info with me, right? I shared some of you, and then Amanda shared a podcast interview he did. And then, Shandy, I did. I am two weeks behind Love It or Leave It. So was there something on Love It or Leave It as well involving this that I haven't heard? Okay. No, I think it was mentioned that it didn't do, but I can't remember in what context. Okay, so there wasn't really. Okay, yeah, it was just like a passing. They didn't be like ba ba da ba da ba da ba. Gay news. This did bad. (laughs) (laughs) No. Ba da ba ba ba. Gay news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, way better than I did it. Uh, Mine was just the McDonald's theme, so like it wasn't. (laughs) Well, it is is a play on that. They're like, oh, I always thought it was like the like the news desk. It's like, you know, this just in. Is that what it's supposed to be? See, the sky is falling. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. We all heard it differently. I guess that's the whole point. It's a choose your own adventure song. Hey. Diversity. 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 <laughs> Every, big tent. Everyone's welcome. And you, you meant that in the SpongeBob diversity way, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so Amanda, do you want to talk a little bit about what Guy Brandon said? Oh, there we go. Oh. Everybody's favorite asexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the A in LGBTQIA. Yeah. Nobody gets that. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, that, Amanda? <laughs> oh, gosh. I listened to it a while ago, so I'm going to really, really mutilate. Um... Well, Colky and I can chime in, too. And if, Shani, you listened. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, really, I'll just I'll set it up. So, I have been listening to Into It uh, with Sam Sanders. Uh, it is a show I very much recommend. Um, I used to listen to his show when he was with NPR and when he came over the Vulture. I sort of came along and he had a uh, guy Branham on um and that was sort of the first I had really actually heard of this movie mm. was through that interview and it was just a really um just a really interesting conversation and it was guy Branham really painted the story of how really a lot of thought went into making this movie and how they really did not take they really were they did not take lightly the position that they were in mm in making this movie through the traditional Hollywood model and having the full force of a major studio behind them and sort of the the concessions that you have to make when Mm -hmm. uh, you're in when you're playing in that arena right Um, and so I think they it seemed to me um, as though they were very aware at the potential faults this movie had mm-hmm. and where they felt their strengths were right um you know and we're we're just as self-aware as i think one can be when trying to make art right against because, the big machine of hollywood right because unfortunately at the end of the day it is still a business mm-hmm. and they're the ones financing it and that sucks so bad that you have to play the game because you don't want to play the game right but it sounds right. like they did the best they could and we all know the extreme online left is going to always have an opinion right and i think they were aware that that was going to happen that there were people that were going to just hate it because it didn't go far enough and i think i think maybe they underestimated like just Mm -hmm. um how hard that backlash was going to be but you know it's like how at a certain at a certain point like you know 
how how hard can you prepare for the worst hope for the best you know i i i think right and and like most things that are do and 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 obviously maybe Kolke can speak more about this within the community itself is honestly the backlash that happened online did not really bleed into the real world like when my parents are here when we went to dinner and I was you know explaining the movie to them I was like yeah Kolke's gonna join us because it's a gay rom-com and obviously none of us really you know had the experience to speak to that um and like most people have don't even have any idea of what it's about and mm-hmm. and you know the controversy wasn't such that it even made it into like conservative media circles yeah so mm-hmm. it did seem like it was more contained but unfortunately you know that didn't do it any favors with word of mouth or better marketing or or anything like that um i did gosh I did listen to some podcast where they mentioned it briefly and they said that they thought it would have done better if it was streaming because people go to the movies mm. nowadays to see Marvel action movies and they stay home to stream rom-coms. It's, that's fair. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So if we, if we were to like write a dissertation about this, like the, the yeah. four big themes are kind of like not enough big star appeal mm-hmm. but that was a conscious decision yeah mm-hmm. like, like, the biggest star was what dot marie jones and and the dean from and the dean from community yeah and and so like they i mean they even said like yeah we could have pulled like a chris evans into this was that her name oh. did i get her name wrong sorry Keep but we no. like we actively chose not to yeah. we chose yeah. to have it be like an all lgbtq named mm-hmm. cast mm-hmm. and like Luke came out in 2008 and then this has been stuck in like Hallmark land since then, which mm-hmm. was funny. Like Kevin's mom was like, Oh, I love him in all the Hallmark movies. You go see this movie. <laughs> I loved like, their hall. What do they call it? Hallmart or something. Oh, that's right. The that's fake hallmark. hallmark channel. Uh, and I was oh like, I feel like I've seen a couple of those uh, Christmas movies that they're mocking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It was, it was a, Sherry a, Jones. A poly- not- Cherry Jones. I, I apologize. I had her name wrong and I realized it as soon as I said it. No, good call. Uh, what was it? A, a very poly Christmas or a poly jolly yeah, Christmas? Oh, a poly jolly Christmas. Oh my God. That was so funny. I love how it's, it started. Like the movie started like a little bit gay and then just got like progressively <laughs> like more uh, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Sorry. Okay. Um, dissertation. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. It, like so. So there's like that piece of like, we didn't have named celebrities. Do people go to theaters for rom-coms period? Yeah. Was it gay enough for the LGBTQ community? Was it diverse enough? Yeah. And then like, mm-hmm. was it too gay for mainstream media? And, and so really like. Really impossible yeah, uh, balance to find. And, and there were certain people who were like, oh, well, it just wasn't marketed right. And they're like, we don't control the marketing. Like, it yeah. comes from a big studio. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the studio controls mm-hmm. the marketing. Yeah. So, like, they don't get to say, like, oh, it's an ensemble cast. They don't get to say what the poster looks like. They don't get to show what the trailer gets cut as. Like, Yeah, I saw the poster, the and I was not a super big fan of it. I'm actually not even sure I've seen the poster, to be honest. It's just the two dudes. Yeah. Well, the poster I saw was the two do it's like their butts and they're each like grabbing each other's butts. Oh, I didn't even see oh, that poster. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible marketing. 
<laughs> yeah. I saw the two of them, um, and it literally could have been like American Pie. Like there was nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like I, no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I I agree. So people were like, "Ooh, I don't, I don't know if it was even marketed in the right way." So like all of these things are like points of failure, or potential points of failure. Yeah. And so like if you have one against you, let alone like all of them, you know, mm-hmm. woof. Um, yeah. I did like Guy Guy Branham did kind of say like he liked how he was characterized in the film and Mm -hmm. like, like the role that he played. He liked the fact that like, it did show a lot of like very, very much like what gay culture is like. Like they, they, Mm -hmm. they went into like debates that people have around the table. Literally, (laughs) literally like we had this conversation with Kevin's parents around like, at what age do you talk about the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. community? Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. they, this was like a big thing going on in Jersey, where like people were participating, uh, were um, uh, I just lost my word. Um, they're they're petitioning to not have transgender like elements taught to kids mm-hmm. at a certain age, and so they were like, at what age is okay? What age is appropriate? And like, like had a perspective at what age? They had a perspective. Yeah, at what age is it okay to teach about straight people? Like. Right. 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 And like our perspective is like the earlier, the sooner, like the earlier you have the conversation, the more they just go like, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like like they, they totally like, like they, they, they do, you know, at Alex's age, they very much like, okay, cool. Zach's age, they hear different things and you know, gay doesn't phase him, but like, you know, certain I'm, I'm, struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of an example right now, but oh, like oh even my day. I, I'm struggling to think of an example right now, but there was an issue. There was something Zach recently and he asked the question and he was like, well, that can't be blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, why not? Of course it can. And he was like, oh, and you know, if you facilitate like an open speaking relationship with your kids, like. You know, they're going to come to you and they're going to say something they heard at school because they think their mm-hmm. friends know everything. And then you just be like, Mm-mm, well, why not? And, you know, <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, yeah. OK, cool. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Kevin, Kevin's niece had a had a play date over and the mom was a little bit more conservative than we're accustomed to. And the little girl came over to Amy, uh, Kevin's sister-in-law, and was like, uh, Hildy just said that it's okay for for two girls to get married. Like two girls can get married, and Amy just went, "Mm-hmm, that's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> two men, two men can get married, and two women can get married, and a man and woman can get married. Yeah. Like, and just like did not care. Like, did not even let the parent have a minute, but just was mm-hmm. like, there you go. Like, I'm taking this moment and I'm teaching these mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, because like it is just so easy in that sense. You know." Yeah. Um, it's not that little kids are impressionable. It's that their minds are open. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And like, these are the, these are like some of the things that the movie talks about. So like, they do try to like seep in like mm. culture and knowledge and education while also being a rom-com. Like it does try to do a mm. lot all at one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it does a fairly good job because I learned a too. bit about the culture that I didn't know. Same. I, even I, did, I, was I was like, "Do you get roidy? <laughs> you get raged?" <laughs> there were there were a couple of parts where it felt a little didactic, but I was like, "I understand why. That's fine. It's still a rom com. Go with it, yeah. right?" But when you well, think about it in the larger like, trope of like rom coms, 
and like the rom-com area it's like rom-coms are always cheesy and like that's kind of what we love about them is that they always go a little too far so in that way it like it felt like genre appropriate yeah i i I just felt like didactic in the sense that they like are teaching their audience because a lot of their audience is not gonna come from the community so they're like but you know honestly teach them these things and it's like i didn't think that that was so terrible that's fine no i that's what i'm saying it felt it felt a little bit like i was being taught to um but that but i was like this is like i I didn't actually have a problem with it i'm just saying like it was a little bit like that but it's probably good for the overall like viewing public i think so too because honestly like i think for you know whatever flaws you could say it had it it really actually, I think, kind of did move the ball because at the end of the day, it did just present everything as normal. Like, yep. every conversation was presented as normal. Nothing was scandalous. Like, you know, uh, there was a scene, there there was this, the, the scene where, um, um, what's his face, his character, uh, Bobby, Billy Ackner's character, accompanies him to the threesome and he's just sitting there and like, <laughs> It, it was just all, everything was very, like, it wasn't even scandalous. Like, it was funny. It was funny. Like, it was a funny moment. And, like, you know, it didn't, like, pass judgment on anything within, like, the community. It presented, like, this is, you know, I I learned things that I culturally just wouldn't have known. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that, too, to be honest. Um, and then I do think that it might, you know, 10 years from now, we might look back and be like, yeah, that movie did open doors for things. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I totally wonder, um, like, in the coming years, maybe what the reception will be, because there are plenty of movies that don't necessarily do well at the box office, then, like, a couple years later, they're, like, cult classics, so. Yeah, I, like, I'm, oh, I'm almost 40, <laughs> and so, like, we're there all the is... same age. We're all 84 yeah. babies. Congratulations We're all almost cougars. The third youngest person on this podcast. You're fine. Um, but like Kevin, Kevin's seven or eight years younger than I am. He's a 91 kid. Yeah. And so like there's a really big difference between like how I consume gay media and how he consumes gay media. Really? Because he's still me... a millennial. Just we're old millennials and he's just solid millennial. Yeah, but like it it was it was really portrayed like as we were growing up as like a little bit more seedy mm-hmm. or it was like the character who was always like just the butt of the joke or mm-hmm. it was always like something to be shameful of like and he grew up in like the glee era right. you know of like oh it's on tv and it's great and it's mainstream and like everybody in high school is great you know and, and okay for people to come out and that's just not the experience that i had wasn't that also and... a joke in the movie like they had something they had glee a little bit yeah (laughs) and like and like that's so just for like this movie to exist is a big deal because like if i was a kid in high school to like be able to go to see like a gay rom-com like even if it is like a characterization of the community it's still groundbreaking like that that like there is just like a whole new generation that's gonna be like i could see a version of our community on screen that like isn't bad acting and isn't, isn't badly produced and isn't low budget and isn't like, you know, cause like a lot of those gay films for a long time were like as good as they were, like they were just like really low budget and cue list actors and people that nobody knew. So like cannibals. 
yeah, like this this holds like a really cool place in history, you know? Yeah. 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 I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed it. I, I yeah, I again I was just very impressed at just how it was just felt like a normal moving going experience, like mm-hmm. which I think is really helpful. I mean, again, I can only as a straight cis person, like I I don't know. I feel like it's helpful for people because I was telling my coworker about it, and you know, she grew up, you know, in a very conservative household, and she, you know, is twenty eight, so she is more open minded and whatnot, and but she gets uncomfortable about things. So I was like, I think this is a great movie for you and your girlfriends to see. You might be uncomfortable at certain parts because it's not, you know, something you're used to seeing on screen. But I really think that you guys would really enjoy it at the end because at the end of the day, it's truly like a Hallmark movie, a J-Lo movie, but just with, mm. you know, two gay people. <laughs> like it's 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 very much I said it's it's not it's like you're going to be a very normal experience for you to watch, you know, like. You know. Um, so hopefully they go see it. She's like, okay, well, we, we, we'll, we'll probably go see it. <laughs> it was also just like a nice reminder that like going to see a rom-com in a theater is enjoyable, <laughs> you know? And like, and like, you know, as we were saying, saying earlier, how statistically these type of movies in this current media landscape might do better streaming. Um, it did remind me that, um, in the Sam Sanders interview that Guy Branham had brought up how like it was a conscious decision to to not go that route mm-hmm. and go straight to streaming and to go into theaters. That's because, a statement too. Yeah, because it's like they could have gone that route and yeah, maybe they would have done better. But like there is something to be said about going to see a romantic comedy mm-hmm. in a theater that like you can't relate to a Marvel movie. Like that's not anyone's life experience ever. But a rom-com yeah. always yeah, yeah. has some basis in reality even if it's not necessarily your lived experience it is it is someone's or it's someone you know and you can relate to it in some way and like the genre will live forever and it should be something we should go see in a theater because it is just as enjoyable and I think that's what made me want to go see it in the theater because it's like right right I do like to eat popcorn at a dark theater and watch movies I can relate to that don't have green people or flying people or talking critters. Like it was just on that note alone. It, it was great. Yeah. It's like, right. This is, this is a, an experience I enjoy having and it doesn't matter like who the two love interests are. Like the movie itself is universal in in certain ways it was like it made it had all the elements it had mm-hmm. you know the the hot dude uh, the the this you know the the love story the should they shouldn't they okay let's do this then they have the fight which when it was coming i was like to jay i was like no no he's gonna blow it all <laughs> it's gonna be so awkward oh my god stop he's gonna go to the hockey dude no stop uh, uh what is he doing and she was just like, shut up. And I was like, I can't. I'm so anxious for him. I just see it happening in real life. It's just terrible. Shut up. Why does he keep talking? Just stop it. He's getting so mad at him. She's um, just shushing you the whole time. He's like, he was oh, just like, girl in the theater. I know. He was like, oh my God, can we get somebody else in this theater so she'll be quiet? Um, <laughs> but I also. <laughs> Um, but then you know it had the fight, and then it had like the montages of them being lonely, and then you know mm-hmm. they got the big grand gesture at the end, which is also hilarious, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but you know there was one scene though that really stuck out to me, which I really think um, 
is something that is is truly like talking about like my more conservative coworker and her friends that are more open minded about LGBTQ plus stuff. Oh, you know where they might see a movie. You know they might you know be like, "Don't raise my taxes" or something. But like, you know, gay marriage is cool. Um, you know, kind of thing that most Americans have landed on is that wonderful scene with his brother where he's talking to his brother who just got divorced at, mm-hmm. at the end. He's, and, he, and, and he's just like, well, do you... And they're having, like, an honest conversation like you would mm-hmm. have with a family member in any rom-com. Mm-hmm. And the brother's clearly, like, you know, straight dude just got divorced and he's just sitting there talking to him like it's no big deal. And I, I feel like a lot of men might, like, straight cis men might still be awkward about having conversations like that in general with like whether they're you know gay straight bi whatever friends Mm -hmm. it was just so wonderful to just see like just an honest conversation between two brothers and then yeah it still ended with the the really funny punchline at the end like any (laughs) rom-com no i i love that scene too because it it was a fun bait where like you're you're sort of led to assume that that the brother is uncomfortable talking about it and that's why they're not talking about it and then he's like well you haven't even asked me any questions and he's like he's like dude i'm in the middle of a divorce and you haven't even asked me how i'm doing like, yeah yeah <laughs> nice little bait and switch there yeah but i like that which I was fair yeah yeah, yeah. Like a good show of acceptance and how we all communicate with each other and maybe yeah. what we think take one way is just somebody else feeling a different way so mm-hmm. I, I yeah mm-hmm. I, I really like that scene and I, I was really like happy to watch it play out too yeah. yeah i i think um this reminded me of just like a shower thought i had today i was just like prepping for for tonight you prep for like, us in the shower oh my god <laughs> of course i cleaned up i used some nair <gasps> you know in case oh my. i douched <laughs> um <laughs> for us just for just for the three of you. OMG. <laughs> and, and for Gabby, of course. Oh and for Gabby. Day. Yes. Oh, OMG. Um, <laughs> oh, see, that's Gabby's the G in OMG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, many Gs. Yeah. Sorry, Gab. Sorry, Gab. Because oh, it all could be, oh, my Giordano. I mean, really. It's just it's yeah, so many Gs. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Oh, my God, Filter. <laughs> oh, see? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it applies to us all. <laughs> omg is universal um (laughs) yeah like when i when i first heard about this movie the way that it was being sold or like the way it was being thought about was like there's all of these like movies about coming of age like coming of age and what happens and the high school drama and and there was all of that but like there's never been oh hi amanda it's you also have a kitten sorry i I got distracted by cats easy yeah, hi. hi, buddy. Captain has made an appearance. I repeat. Yeah, Captain, Captain has made an very rarely makes an appearance these days. Captain. Um, uh, oh, so cute. Sorry, I'm very distracted. Um, this like knocked my ADHD out of control because I was like, ah, cat. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, and so, like, there was like, there's always these coming of age movies, but like, they never they stop there. It's like, oh, you came out, and then what? And it's like, yeah. this is the first time that there was really like a film about the and then what? Like he's later in life. He's he's like, you know, past his 30s. He's not a young kid anymore. Neither of the leads are. And I was like, it's no different than like 
Sex in the City coming out and being a group of women of a certain age living in New York and people being like, well, that doesn't explain what it's like to be in your 20s and be a woman in New York. And then girls came out like it just like it makes me mm. think of like mm. all yeah. of like it just opens that conversation to be like there's other stories here to tell. Yeah. Like this yeah. is just one look at one lens of one story, but there's all of these out there. There's a spectrum of stories still to be told. Right. And I think um, that was part of Guy Brannon's point where <laughs> if you want more stories to be told, you have to show Hollywood there is money to be made mm. in telling these stories. If you just, you're cutting your nose off to spite your own face, mm. if you're just going to protest it because some people relate to it and you don't. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think Captain just muted Amanda by accident. <laughs> She's got a face. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I also don't know. He like just made the screen very big and now I can't see you guys. <laughs> it's a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. <laughs> Someone called the Paw Patrol. <laughs> he like zoomed in and all I could see was like the fact that I was muted. Like the Nav bar was like all I could see. Oh my god, Captain launched nuclear missiles. I came for oh <laughs> Who knew he had the codes? He's a big guy. He's a you know, he throws his weight around well. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But yes, as you were saying, Kulki, I do yeah, I obviously I completely agree. Like um all every... in all, uh how would how would you rate it? As we button this up. As we button this up, and then we'll take a commercial break, and then we've got some feedback. Um, I would rate it, I would give it out of stars or 10, or 10. Out of men. We'll do it out of. Out of men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many men? <laughs> right. One, well, one to five men. How many men do you okay. give? Okay. Uh, four and a half. I love a rom com. I had a great time, honestly. I literally got to shout things at the screen the entire time. <laughs> I, I no notes for my viewing experience. Amanda, yeah, I would give it. I would give it four men. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna not use the same scale. Oh, um, okay. Just like in uh, Survivor a couple episodes mm -hmm. ago, I'm just gonna rate it fun. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I don't. I mean, I'm not like a huge rom com fan, um, but I, I thought it was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, and I will give it four and a half rainbows. Ooh. Just to continue the, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's good. It's good and it's gay. It's good, good and it's gay. gay. Woohoo. All right. Well, if anybody uh, sees the movie after this or has seen it and hasn't sent in any feedback, um, let us know what you thought. Um, the broadcasters3 at gmail.com or give us a call 331 276 All right. We are going to take a quick break and then we will be back. All right, we are back. We are ready to get into some feedback. We're going to do a little bit of an abbreviated feedback this week because we're running a little bit long, and I am not editing this episode, which is probably going to give me anxiety <laughs> of some sort at some point, but oh well. All right, um, first bit of feedback is from Matt, and he says, fun fact, Molly Kearney, who is one of the supporting cast members of A League of Their Own, the TV show, will become the first non-binary cast member of SNL this season. Very cool. Very, Very cool. cool. 
Uh, Randy, going back to Shandy's story about the copperhead oh. in her yard, says mm. people have an unfounded irrational fear of snakes. I average seeing one rattlesnake per visit to the Grand Canyons in the non-winter months. Grand Canyon pink rattlesnake, uh, endemic to the Grand Canyon. And he posted a bunch of pictures. I was like, whoa, that's a lot yeah. of snakes. You weren't playing. And it's, it's like, I get it. People don't general people don't die of like uh of snake bites and when they do i think in the grand well, i went to a talk bites they do <laughs> right well no but i i went to a talk i remember at the grand canyon actually there was a, a ranger like did a whole program on snakes and it was like the statistics was like one person a year dies of snake you know being like bit by a uh, a snake but it wasn't that they're just like hiking along and then come upon a snake no it's like some dumbass like saw a snake and went after it and like caught it and was like holding it and you know it's like stuff like that so, so i get it it's not that <laughs> i think part of what makes snakes scary is a lot of the times you don't see them yeah 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 i also just for me in particular is that my cat is 15 pounds 15 yeah. and a half pounds and that's so not great that's not that is not an unfounded or irrational fear yes mm-hmm. Um, Jessica said, you guys mentioned stories about people that have had close calls. I kind of remember the book Colleen mentioned on Mysterious Universe. That was the one about the, um, 9-11 premonition stories where the guy like was in the stairwell or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, Jessica said, do you, continues, do you know that Seth MacFarlane and Family Guy was supposed to be on flight 11 on 9-11? He had a hangover and was given the wrong flight time. He got to the airport 15 minutes too late to board. Um, mm, wow. I know I did not know that. And that is crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, I do have a story from many years ago. The first time I ever drove to Chicago for a concert, my friend and I were coming back and got lost trying to get on the freeway, finally figured it out. And when we were about 30 minutes from home, we saw a horrible accident. I later found out everyone died from a drunk driver hitting them. Mm. The accident happened about 20 minutes prior to us getting to that spot which was the exact time it took me to get unlost and find the freeway. I also found out that it was a family from my hometown with connections to me. The dad worked with my mom at some point. The mom worked with my aunt. Their daughter's friend that was uh, was with them lived across the street from my best friend. I still get chills whenever I pass that spot. So that's my story. Also, the She-Hulk finale was awesome. I am so excited to go watch it. Um, And that is crazy, Jess. It's a good thing that this happened long enough ago that there wasn't gps because yeah. it's like now you you know people don't really get lost like oh yeah your phone oh, no. just tells you like how to go, go there i still get lost if you miss a turn and just like recalculating okay, okay. Right here that's and you're fair. like i don't know <laughs> that's fair but like wow that's haunting yes yeah. um let's see aaron says uh i finished the last episode and meant to send in feedback on romeo and juliet it might be the movie I've seen the most in my teen years beside 10 Things. I was obsessed with Claire Danes from my so-called life, and my high school yes. bestie and I were in love with Leo. Yes. I felt my heart break when Call said she came around to it, and Amanda didn't think it held up. Ha, yes. <laughs> The music and chemistry between Leo and Claire, that Angel Wings costume, the fish yes. tank scene, the colors, oh. the acting done in just the right way that made Shakespeare understandable. Yes. It remains one of my favorites. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Matt <laughs> says, for this month's assignment, Hocus Pocus is on Disney+, Plus. Beetlejuice is on HBO Max, um, as well as ABC and Freeform with a cable subscription and rentable through the usual sources. 
Um, another Hogwarts professor in the Shakespeare movies, Professor Sprout, was the nurse on Romeo and Juliet. Oh, she was indeed. Yeah. Other cast trivia, Julia, Sty- Julia Stiles' roommate in O was played by Rain, Phoenix, River, and Joaquin's sister. Actually, we did talk about that, but for time, I cut the whole thing out because it never went anywhere. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, this is an easy two minutes to cut. So we actually did mention that. Um, <laughs> I also saw Bros, which was really good. Ultimately, it followed the rom-com formula, but you could tell they put a lot of thought and care into it. Mm-hmm. It was also good to see a comedy in the theater, which has sadly fallen out of fashion. Hey, oh, my God. <laughs> I hadn't read this comment before I talked about it. So we just had great minds thinking alike. Yeah. Um, okay, speaking of this, we have two voicemails from Greg. All right, here we go. Hey, Amanda, Sandy, and Colleen. This is Greg. I'm just calling in with some feedback on the always controversial topic of this or that. I guess I'll, I'll say it that way. Um, so I've actually been thinking about some, an aspect of this for a while. Um, and I'm going to dive into the new stuff you guys brought up recently. So the whole sock shoe, sock shoe thing, or shoe, sock, sock, shoe, shoe, uh, I know that we've already talked about that, but an aspect of it that has occurred to me is, so my question would be then, regardless of whether you do sock, shoe, or sock, sock, shoe, shoe, whatever, what foot do you put on first? Like, which one do you put the sock on or, and or the shoe on first? For me, the socks, it doesn't really seem to matter, but the shoes, for some reason, when I put on my shoes, it is, for some reason, important to me that I start with my left foot. I don't know why. But you start with your left or right. I, I, I want to know. As for button zipper, um, I kind of have a third option. I don't actually ever really unbutton or zipper my pants, at least in terms of taking them off and on. Um, so uh, neither. I, they're always buttoned and zippered when I take them off and on. So I'm kind of that weird third option. Um, shirts and pants. So. I do have a very specific reasoning for how I do this. So if I'm going to be tucking in the shirt, I'm putting the shirt on first and then pants. If I'm not going to be tucking in, I will do pants and then shirt. Now, as far as brushing before or after the shower, in general, I would do everything before the shower at the sink. So anything I'm doing at the sink, I do before, if I can do it before. Because when you get out of the shower, it's all humid and gross and if you stand there too long, you start make, you may get a little sweaty, so it's best to get out of there right away, in my opinion. So I do everything before, uh, so I, I would brush before the shower. Um, what I take out first when I get home, uh, super easy, is shoes, because here in Florida, I don't believe I even know what a jacket is anymore. So <laughs> that's never a thing. So it's definitely shoes every time. Uh, now, whether you shave before or after, now this has been controversial, I believe, in the past, because some people say after the shower, like you're – uh, it's supposed to be better, but I've always done it before because uh, I feel like I feel better when I'm able to like wash off the shaving gel that I use, like the, the leftover feel of it. So I shave before uh, every time. Uh, now, as for emails, this one's very particular to me now, and I've done it different ways over the years. So this is what I do at work now. Oh boy! Is an email comes in. If I'm not busy at the moment, I will read it, and then if I don't need to do anything about it, I immediately fi- file it away into a folder. Uh, if it's something that I'm going to need to respond to or do. Oh, hold, please. Sorry. Let me press play on the second part. Here we go. <laughs> hey, Brad. This is Greg again, part two. Um, I'm pretty sure I got cut off during the email stuff. 
So when the email comes in, if I don't need to do anything about it, I file it away into the folder. If I have to do something, I flag it. That way, uh, when I see my look at my inbox later, I can see what's flagged and easily know what I have to follow up on. Uh, that seems to work best for me. And then once I'm done with it, I clear, I mark it as complete and then file it away as well out of my inbox. The goal is to keep my inbox as filled as little as possible. That way I don't have like a ton of emails about to scroll through all the time. I only keep what's necessary, what I have to act on in there. So sometimes I have no emails in my inbox. Everything is in file the way oh, and completed. That's the dream. Uh, pretty rare <laughs> these days. It's been busy. But uh, yeah. And then in terms of whether it's read or unread, uh, I don't care personally at this point. I used to care about that. But now, because sometimes when I, I'll look, I'll read the email and it'll be selected. Then I'll file it away and it'll still stay unread. So I just stopped caring about that because I know that anything that says unread on the left side of the screen uh, is going to be something that I've already seen. And anything I need to do is already been flagged and completed at that point. So it's not a big deal to me. Uh, hood, hat, or umbrella? Uh, umbrella, for sure, if it's raining. Um, I don't think a hood really does that much beyond keeping your head dry, I guess. I mean, I guess it's better than nothing. But, I'll, again, Florida, I'm not wearing anything with hoods. It's too a hot. Thing. And, and the hat, I, I guess the hat yeah. does a little bit, too, at least keeping the, maybe the rain out of your face. But in Florida, it, honestly, I don't think it would even matter. So yeah, I don't wear hats now. Um, in terms of working out, when I do uh, work up the effort to work out, I prefer earlier in the day. I just feel like if I don't do it early, if I put it off to later in the afternoon or evening, I will just not do it. So earlier in the day is always better for me. And I think that was everything that you guys asked about. So I'm going to go now, uh, especially since Mario on part two. So I hope you guys <laughs> had a good week. Have a good night. Have a good rest of your week. And um, yeah, bye. Bye bye. I was just I was gonna say that. expecting that. Like, not the same person. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Greg. Um, yes, he answered the call. He did. He sure did. I don't. So, only like two things stuck out at me. A, I don't start with a certain side for shoes. Really? I think probably I just gravitate more to right, but I don't. I don't think I start with a side. Do you? I pretty much always start with the left because I'm left-handed. I assumed everyone started with their dominant side. I think I s- feels weird to start with the. I can start with the right, but it feels weird. I think I start with the right now because I was like, "Oh no, I don't have a side." But now that I think about it, <laughs> I and I'm left-handed. I don't think I have a then, side. I'm gonna pay more attention. Well, left. I mean, lefties are like we're in a different box altogether because, like, even if you're not truly ambidextrous, I feel like growing up left-handed, there are certain things that you're just taught how to do right-handed. So. You know, you know what I mean? Like you become stronger in certain things, but it's not because you're necessarily ambidextrous. So I, yeah, I, I I would put an asterisk for all lefties. (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag not all lefties. Because I think maybe I like the, the like cross body of like using the left hand to like, so maybe that's why. What? Okay. So like when you put on mascara, which eye do you start with and do you do the crossover or do you change hands i think i start with the left hold on now i gotta think about it i think i i do crossover i do i use you you change hands i change hands sorry yeah Yeah, that's i change hands yeah i think it's crazy when people do a crossover it looks it looks dangerous (laughs) also you can't get your inner lashes you're like denying yourself a full set Mm -hmm. of lashes Because there's just, like, no comfortable way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, I feel like I do have to actually act it out to really like get the full <laughs> scope of what it is that we're talking about. I, as a righty, I never have to think about any of this. <laughs> no, of course you wouldn't. This show just really is showing my privilege on all. <laughs> <laughs> Right-handed should be its own category. <laughs> That's terribly insensitive. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's like ultimately it's fine though because I feel like I feel like lefties are better than your average right-handed person with using their weaker side. Just yeah. overall. I agree. Yeah. So it kind of, Because you're forced it's to adapt It's kind of a more. strength, yeah. Yeah. I enjoy being left-handed. Yeah. yeah. And then, Greg, I don't relate to you with emails whatsoever. <laughs> I do. I try and I try and net out for the day. I, I get it. Oh. I actually, I used to do that at my previous job, but I think I overall got just very fewer emails. I, I would, like, sometimes get my inbox completely cleaned out. And, it, and it's wild. No, if it's, it's like the most satisfying red, thing. Now I, 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 if it's not marked on red, I won't remember to go back to it the next day. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I have to, I have to do that. But like, it's never. And sometimes, like, if I've dealt with it, I'll delete it. But then some of them I won't delete because I've dealt with it. But like, I might want to reference it later. You know, if I have to search for information, like, so I just mm-hmm. keep it. You know, so then it's really only when my inbox is too full that I, I might just like. Yeah. Oh, oh, he, stuff, but, yeah. oh, he meant like it's actually zeroed with emails. I think that was. Oh, yeah. Goal. No. Oh, oh about that. I thought I he meant del- on I don't red. Oh, no. I have to keep too many. <laughs> oh, it's the most satisfying thing ever, but I feel like in today's day and age, it's yeah. just impossible. No, cool. I don't. Know. Well, thank you again, like, Greg. Absolutely superfluous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we have one, we have a bunch more emails and feedback, but we are running long. It's late and I am trying to do this without editing and it's starting to make me twitch a little bit. So um, we have an email from Joanne. Let's read Joanne's email and then we'll save everything else for next week. Sounds good. Okay. Does anybody want to read it since I've done a lot of reading or so this is the stuff that always gets cut out and here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Do you want to read it Amanda? I can read it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Our good friend, Joanne, Joanne with a plan. I'm back. She says, And we're glad to have you. All right. In January, I slipped on the ice and broke a wrist bone and more importantly, tore a ligament. For months, I was limited in activity as I went through two surgeries and six months of rehab. Damn. God, Joanne, I'm so sorry. Combined more recently with my mother's death. Oh, my God. uh, She was 96 and there is a lot of estrangement involved. That ended up with much more activity on my part than expected. All in a good way. I fell far behind in podcast listening time. Uh, One of the casualties was the broadcast and the Ramblecast after dark. But I am back. I decided to pick up with the end of August shows and hope to catch up soon. I miss listening to you all and I'm glad to be back. Yay. Yay. We're glad to have you. Hope I did not miss anything momentous in the interim. Nobody had any more babies since you've been gone. No, indeed. (laughs) Indeed, we did not. Uh, One thing I did. Shandy moved, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That is momentous. It was after after August. Although, I guess I moved in and I. Well, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All in good time. All in good time, friend. Uh, one thing I did in the meantime is start a personal blog, which includes details of my happenings since January. Uh, anyway, time to ramble and broadcast along. Joanne with a plan. Nice. Joanne. Welcome back, Joanne. Welcome back. 
if you guys haven't checked out uh, Joanne's blog, definitely check it out. It's a very good read. Nice. Nice. Definite plug for that. Yeah. Um, Rhinotalk.blog. Yeah, sorry. I totally skipped over the actual name of the blog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rhino, R-H-I-N-O, talk, dot. <laughs> Not R-I-N-O. Yeah. <laughs> Trust the me. The correct spelling. All uh, one nobody's word. accusing Joanne of being a Republican in name only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's accusing John of being a Republican in any form. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. In any case, sorry, uh, your year was pretty rough. Uh, I know, I'm we so miss sorry. you, and it's good to have you back. back. It's yeah. great to have you back. Yes, welcome back. Welcome back. All right, thank you to everybody for that submitted feedback today. We will get to the rest of it next week. I promise. I think I don't promise anything. I make no promises, but we will get to it. Thank you all. It's a great problem to have, It's though. a great problem to have. Thank I you love when feedback. we have this problem. Yes, we love it. Big shout out to Chris Kulk um, yes. for coming on and talking about the movie. I think we had a really great discussion. Um, if you'd like to give us any feedback, again, it's thebroadcasters3 at gmail.com. You can give us a call, 331-276-2373. Uh, thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute to a certain level, and that would be Eckhart Rickner, Tack from France, Joanne with a plan, Ed the Creepy Mailman, and Maggie the Magnificent. I switched that one up a little bit. <laughs> thank that. you guys so much. We appreciate it. If you'd like to become a patron, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash Jack. I believe uh, we are going to have a patron bonus show recorded within the next uh, couple of weeks The uh, for the $5 level. So stay tuned for that. I know we've missed a couple of months. We've got a big backlog of stuff that I have been saving up for it. So stay nice. tuned for that. Um, next week, we'll be talking about Halloween movies. The following week on October 25th, Tuesday. We will be uh, having our annual Zoom costume party. So I hope that you will get a costume and join us. And then on November 8th, we will be doing our November theme show. And we're doing a little bit differently this uh, next month. Um, we are excited that we will be joined by Melody Simpson, the founder of uh, Melanin in YA Young Adult Fiction. It's a campaign she started uh, and website to bring more recognition and attention to black young adult fiction. I just said young adult fiction. <laughs> I'm like the young people thing. Um, the youths. <laughs> the youths. <laughs> so uh, uh, check out the website uh, um, if you want to beforehand, but we are excited to have her come and talk to us about that and make some good reading recommendations. So awesome. yay, because I read a book. I read a whole book. Yay. I really liked nice. it. So Good there's job. that. Nice. I finished that wrong place, wrong time book. It was like 400 pages. It took me forever, but I Nicely read it done. and I loved oh, it. Gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the kind of books that Melody's going to be talking to us about. And that's good because <laughs> we need to expand outside of our box. This was about British people. <laughs> <laughs> And time travel. It was about British people and time travel. <laughs> nice. Anyway, on that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll talk to you next week. On that note, my name is Colleen. My name is Amanda. And I'm Shandy. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye.